sisters Anna and Maria Sarin with another episode of the Aim Sisters podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and sharing your precious time with us. In this episode, we wanted to talk about finding space, creating new things, inviting the new, and decluttering. That's true. I think it's really nice to talk about those things because I guess we've been mastering this for a while. Of course, we're not there yet, but we've learned a lot about opening up space and creating new things and, you know, recognizing what we want and allowing those things to come into our life, you know, because we are the masters of our lives, right? Can you tell us how this theme came into your life first? Yeah, sure. Um, well, since we're still in January, I think it's very fitting to start the year thinking about, you know, What do you want to change? What things do you want to come into your life? And everything like we mentioned in the previous episodes. So I guess everybody feel a need of change once in a while. So maybe that's the starting point. Mm -hmm. When you feel things are a little bit stuck or things are not moving the way you wanted them to or when you feel you don't have enough space for you to be yourself or to have the things you want or to invite new energy into your space, into yourself even. So I guess this feeling of, I want to change something. You know, I'm not feeling at ease in my own environment or in my own self, maybe even. Um, that's the starting point, I guess. Yeah, I think we can also separate into two points. Because when you talk about creating space and need to move or to change something in our lives it can be in an energetic level something that we feel like something inside me is stuck and there is another part that is the environment that is like a move a change you can do around you that is more materially concrete so i think we can approach those two sides yeah and i think it's so interesting you know thinking about those different different sides of the thing i guess the same thing you know because When you change inside, I guess you want to see change on the outside. You start seeing those things move. And also when you see a change on the outside, it makes you change in the inside, you know? So I think one thing leads to the other. Mm -hmm. So you want to tell us a little bit about the inner shift? The inner shift. Okay, so I guess, like in my case especially, Tell us, tell the listeners who you are. <laughs> well, I am Maria, sorry about that. Well, in my case, I feel sometimes I feel stuck because of anxiety or because of rushing thoughts or because my mind is cluttered and I feel it's very difficult to do anything when you're like that or to even feel healthy, to even feel like yourself or to change anything on the outside. So... In these situations, I'll say, do whatever you can to clear up your mind. I know it's not easy. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a lot of difficulties with this uh, aspect of myself as well. But you know, maybe you can just move your body, go for a walk, do some yoga, um, write your thoughts down. It helps a lot for us, you know, just like clearing up your head by writing it down. And then you can think more clearly, I guess. And then you can calm your body and your mind because it's all connected. I think in my case, 
um, I realize that I have a busy mind that is a bit cluttered when I can't stop thinking about things. So especially when I wake up in the morning, usually I don't have a lot of things going on in my mind, like it's quiet. And that's good. It means that I'm in a good state of mind. But when I wake up thinking about a thousand random things, I know I need some space and do some decluttering. And like my sister said, I think journaling is great to do that. And instead of like rushing into some more distraction, like watching a YouTube video or following to those things that you're used to, like um, old habits that only bring more information into your mind, I think it's good to take some time and just breathe and kind of do a meditation. And that can be just like sit down, close your eyes and see your thoughts passing and not interacting with them, like not giving them fuel to continue the crazy spiral they were in. That's so true. I guess even just like moving your body helps a lot. Like I really think it's nice to go for a walk or if you can even hug a tree. Or one thing that I really like to do is to put my feet on the grass. Uh, just feel your body connected to the earth. I guess it really it really helps me to calm down. Uh, and one thing that it's really clear like how this connection works is like when you feel depressed or when you feel super anxious and you feel like frozen you cannot do anything you literally cannot organize your space sometimes you cannot even shower you know so it's really really connected yeah so i think now we can talk a bit about the physical space and for me anna and probably my sister too this idea of decluttering became really something very concrete when we had to move. So I moved homes a few times and every time is like this meticulous process of seeing every single thing that you have in your house, in your apartment, whatever you're living and really assessing like, do I really need this? Because I'm going to have to put this inside a box and take with me to another place. Like, And it's not even the question, do I need this? But also like, do I like this? Does this thing represent me? Um, am I really like this? Because I think who you are is reflected all around you. And everything you do, everything you choose. So your home, especially if you live alone, is quite a big representation of who you are. Unless you see it as a temporary space. And you don't really care about decorating and stuff. But I think like um, having this more minimalist mindset can help a lot. And I know Marie Kondo is very famous all over the place, but it's true, like, does this thing bring you joy or not? And I would even go a bit further saying that um, your clothes define a lot of who you are too. Yeah, just jumping in before we start talking about outfits and all, because I think it's really interesting as well. So yeah, I totally agree with what you said about um, having a different mindset about everything you own when you have to move. Like, I was also, I think I faced the same situation as you did when I had to move. And it's so interesting and very eye-opening because you literally know every single thing that you want. Like, if you have two forks, you know that. If you have one, one scissor, you know that. You, you know. If something is missing, you will notice that. <laughs> 
And it's something that I never realized it was possible because living with my parents when I was a kid, we had so much clutter or things I, I think is clutter now, but you know, like little ornaments or a thousand books around the house or, you know, things just not so organized. And I thought it was just like, oh, well, it's freaking difficult to keep a house organized because we own so much. But now that we lived alone and we had to organize our own space, it's totally possible. Mm -hmm. It's really about knowing what you own and really making this an important thing in your life. If it's not important for you, if it's not useful, if it doesn't bring you joy, like my sister said, it shouldn't be around you. And honestly, I think things should be beautiful because like you want to live a beautiful life. So even like choosing home appliances, like a hair dryer or whatever, I'm going to choose something pretty because, you know, I want pretty things around me and I'm not going to just choose like the cheapest option or whatever. So if I know it's something that is going to last a long time, I think for me at least, I think it's worth the investment because I don't like to throw things away. Right. But that's the point. I think we own very little things, yeah. very little stuff. But we kind of like the things we own. You know, and, and I think that's the important thing. Mm -hmm. I think many people, they buy a lot, but they don't really think about that. You know, so thinking about what you need before buying is really important as well. And, you know, if you're going to bring, if you have like a really small space or if you're moving a lot like us, If you're bringing something in, probably you have to leave something out. So, do you have space for that thing or not? Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to want to clutter your space. Yeah. And going back to what I was saying about your wardrobe and your clothes and things like that, what I realized is that, well, I didn't used to buy a lot of clothes in the first place, like never. Like, living at home, most things were like gifts and stuff. And... I didn't have the chance to really have a style of my own, I would say. So when I lived alone, I left a lot of things behind. And the things I bought, they were really my style. And I donated things that, I, that didn't fit me well or that didn't represent me anymore. You know, like, it's a pretty piece of clothing, but it's not exactly... I don't feel comfortable in it because it doesn't show who I really am. So I donate those things and gave to friends and stuff like that. So um, it makes choices much easier, I would say. Like when you open your wardrobe, everything you have there you like, basically. So you know that whatever you choose is going to be fine because you're going to feel well in those clothing. And I think this is a big thing because you're going to have to get up and get dressed every day, you know. So why not wear something that makes you feel good if you're going to have to make that choice anyway? Yeah, and I think it's kind of interesting the concept of the capsule wardrobe, mm. which is kind of similar because we don't own so many pieces because we don't have space, you know. But having things that work together and is facilitating your life instead of making it more complicated mm. really helps. I think also, like, if you have... Old, old clothes that is like who you used to be in the past, you kind of feel bad, you know? Like, hey, I'm not this person anymore. Like, why am I keeping those things? However, I like to say, 
if you have very good pieces of clothing that were like handed out to you by a family member and it's really good conditions and stuff, those things you can keep. Yeah, really like secondhand. Yeah. So what we're saying is not like go ahead and, you know, buy a bunch of clothes new because new year, new me. No, but like see the things that you really appreciate. And that can be secondhand, that can be, you know, whatever suits you. And you can reinvent those pieces as well. You maybe you used to wear them in a certain way in the past and now you can wear them in a different way that is more like you now. So I think it's really nice. And yeah, I mean, I'll, my style, my sister's style, I guess, is more, it's a little easier to have a few pieces because I don't like things that are so colorful. Like everything I own is basically black, white, beige, and blue. <laughs> I really don't have colors, so it's kind of easy. But if you're into colors, I think you can make it work too, you know? Maybe you have to think a little more about that, but <laughs> yeah. I think it works out. But I understand everyone is different. But I think even a person who considers themselves a maximalist or something like this, that really likes little things and bringing stuff into the home, that can mean a lot to them. Maybe like they have that doll from years ago because it has a story for them. And that's okay. What we're trying to say is not like push minimalism into you or just wear black and white, but... Really just like find whatever brings you peace of mind because we're trying to say that your environment influences a lot who you are and who you want to become. And I think it's also interesting how, you know, when I went back to my parents' house for the first time after living alone, I was really like bothered by all the things they owned and I wanted to clean up the space and throw some stuff away, you know, donate others. But my mom especially, my dad as well, but my mom especially, she was not ready to let go of those things. And I realized how much people grab into things from the past or how they are very resistant to letting things go. And they almost define themselves by the things they own. But I have a theory about that. Because, you know, like, this thought came, not the things, the thought about things, but... When it was our birthday last year, and I was thinking about how scared I am of aging and all those things, like I thought like from a certain point of your life, you have more memories than what you expect from life. And while you're young like us, you don't have that many memories or attachments. Like you're basically, if you allow yourself, you're free because you have expectations of good things to come to you. You have entire like years and years of life ahead of you, but If you realize that the years ahead are smaller than the years that have gone by, it can be a bit, you know, the way you deal with things can be different. That's why I think older people have a harder time of detaching and letting go because their lives are those memories, basically. Yeah, I can see that. It's interesting to put it that way. Um, yeah, I, I agree. But I think also they should be a little more detached, you know, like your identity does not lie in physical objects and you don't even look at some stuff for years, you know, but then somebody points that out and say, oh, you don't use that. Can mm -hmm. we donate? And then the person's just like, no. 
Yeah, I know that. But I think like some objects are also, they represent your dreams. For example, we have a lot of books related to travel here at home, like books that show Italy, books that show, you know, the bonsais in Japan and books Portugal, about Portugal, Spain, many places. Because like, you know, those collections they have about many countries. My dad used to like to collect those because I think back in the days we didn't really use internet. So we have many paper things, you know, like books and even picture books and Yeah, so I think those things kind of represent dreams. And that's why it's also hard to let go. So I, I understand why some people have the way they have, you know, the housing they have and stuff. But but I think, like, if you really like something, you can have that. But you have to give your time and you have to give your attention to that. Otherwise, it's not meaningful, right? Mm -hmm. If you really like something, for example, I had some crystals, I really liked them. I don't have many things to decorate my house. I didn't have many things to decorate my apartment. But those little crystals made me happy, you know, and I would see them and I would talk to them and I would appreciate them every single day. <laughs> I think that's more meaningful than having many things mm -hmm. that you don't really remember they are there. Mm -hmm. That's why I think like antiques are also not clutter sometimes because like you know that there's a history in that object and also I think like we wanted to talk about what detaching can bring into your life as well because everything is energy like we said we wanted to separate to give some ideas but honestly everything is connected so you I do think you can only bring new things into your life when something is left behind Kind of if you open space for something new to come. Yeah. I think it's not like only that way, but mm -hmm. it comes more easily. Mm -hmm. You have less resistance, you have more space. And you have this inviting energy, you know, like, hey, I left the space open, universe brings me the thing I want, or whatever is good for me. Mm -hmm. And it really helps. I mean, sometimes you have this idea in your mind that you wouldn't be so different from your parents, for example. And you're just moving up, just being, just having an environment that is very different from theirs already helps you out, you know, breaking some patterns and realizing that you can be open to anything you want in life. Yes. And even physical things in your surroundings, like don't hold on to things that are broken. Don't hold on to things that are ugly or, you know, you don't like. Because by doing that, first, you're creating clutter. Second, you could open that space for something that actually you like to come in. So we really believe in that. Like, don't feel too attached. Like, let go of things you don't need anymore. And better things will always come. Don't be afraid that giving away will mean that you lose something. It's quite the opposite. Yeah, I think many people, they have this... Thing of feeling like they're losing things mm -hmm. or they're even losing part of their themselves you know and guys you're not please relax and you are yourself within you know all those objects around you of course can help you out a lot but they're not you 
Of course, if there was like a huge incident and I had to take some stuff with me, of course I would take, you know, like documents and computer. But most of the things that I own, they're replaceable. So don't worry too much about things and possessions and, you know, those material things because they will come and go. And that's part of life. Yeah. And we're talking about conclusions and letting go and all those things. Like we had a full moon just a couple days ago when we were recording. So it was the beginning of the week for you that are listening to us on the weekend. Um, and full moons, they tend to bring things into conclusion and completion. So I think it's a great time to think about those things. What do you want to let go? Voluntarily let go and not feel like things are being taken away from you. And this can be not only objects, but also emotions, ways of being, patterns of thinking, whatever is not making you the best version of you. you know? I would even say because it was a full moon in Cancer, maybe many things about your family line is coming up mm -hmm. because it was like, uh, completion of something and now it's the waning phase so it's really about letting go and yeah. shedding those things you know what patterns in your family you don't want to keep perpetuating you know what things are you ready to let go what things can you let go in order to create space to then invite the new because if there is no space like we said it's going to be difficult to bring something you really want and I think like when we talked about mental space is really that you cannot create a new version of you with old concepts. Like, if you don't open space to the becoming of your future self, you know, if you're only holding on to past versions of you, it's really quite impossible to manifest. And I guess one really good way to let go of, you know, this old version that you don't, don't see yourself as anymore is forgiving. Yes. Forgive yourself. Forgive your past self. Forgive your younger self, forgive every side and bit of part of you <laughs> that you thought were not fitting, were not okay, were, you know, making mistakes because you were learning. So forgive yourself. After forgiving yourself, then you can reintegrate that part, like we said last time. Let go. Yeah, but you know, it's not like rejecting. You let go, but you, you are making room for that part of you to be okay within yourself. So this week's oracle card is from the Work Your Light oracle cards by Rebecca Campbell. And the message I, I think is really nice because it, it fits really well with what we were talking about. And even with the full moon that we had. The card we got for you guys is Break the Chain. It's about ancestral patterns, healing and rewriting the future. Which I think is so nice because we talked about how we need to open up space and heal those ancestor patterns in order to rewrite the future, in order to invite something new. And, you know, it talks about emotional traumas you may have or things you've been carrying from your family line and being able to let those things go and bring up some ancestral healing if you can. Like choosing a new version of yourself. Yeah, freeing up energy and choosing, you know, what do you want for, for your future. So I'm going to read pretty quickly 
the worker light action and I think maybe it will be useful for you. So, what old ways of being from your family line are you ready to let go? Seek assistance from your support team, such as tribe, friends, healer, coach, etc. to begin freeing yourself from it now. Yeah, and the card is really beautiful, the artwork. So try to imagine as I describe it. First, it has kind of a rocky mountain and it's all gray and it has a cave inside. On the outside is light blue with planets on the background. It feels very ethereal. So inside the cave, you can see kind of older versions of a woman walking away from the cave, even like shadows. Yeah, so inside the cave, they are small and they are black, they are dark, so look like shadow aspects of her. And when she's outside, she's free, it feels, with a very beautiful flowing dress. Orange dress. That is like salmon orange. And it's, it has like the movement of wind blowing. So it's like breaking the chains. You don't need to be locked inside what was expected from you. And you're really finding your way into the world and finding your freedom again. So we're writing the future. In addition, like those shadow aspects they may they may be they're not even her you know they may be her ancestors or people from the past or you know things that she can break free from mm -hmm. so the question today is like what do you need to declutter from your life where can you find more space in within yourself and outside of you in your physical space in order to align yourself to what you want to achieve, what you want to invite into your life. Yeah, who do you want to become? Find the space for that. And thank you so much for your time. You can find out more at amsisters.com. We wrote a post about the topic of this podcast. And we would be really happy if you could rate this podcast. It really helps. And you can also leave us a comment. Tell us what you want to hear around here. And we're really happy to connect with you. Thank you guys so much. Hope to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.